Hacks is back for season three, and so is the official Hacks podcast. In each episode, Hacks creators Lucia Agnello, Paul W. Downs, and Jen Statsky speak with cast and crew members to unpack the Emmy-winning comedy series. You'll hear Hannah Einbinder and Gene Smart speak to their on-screen dynamic, along with stories from the show's writer's room, on-set antics, and creating the world that Deborah and Ava inhabit. Watch Hacks, streaming exclusively on Max, and listen to the official Hacks podcast on Max or wherever you get your podcasts. Looking for hair removal tools that not only deliver smooth results, but also empower you with a sense of complete control? Enter Conair Girlbomb, your secret weapons for smooth, sleek results made just for women. From the ultimate Girlbomb grip and professional grade blades, you don't have to compromise and settle for less. Conair Girlbomb equips you with the precision and power previously reserved for men's grooming tools. So take your hair removal routine to the next level with Conair Girlbomb. Available at conairgirlbomb.com or a retailer near you. What's up? This your boy Lil Duval. And check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversations with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. Looking for some amazing TV to stream? Indulge yourself with the hits on Hulu you can't miss. Dive in with Barney, Ted, Robin, and the gang on How I Met Your Mother. All nine seasons are now streaming on Hulu. Then you can move to Modern Family, Schitt's Creek, and My Wife and Kids. We are talking every single episode of every season of these shows. We're talking huge hits. Streaming on Hulu whenever you're in the mood. Now we're talking. The Nikki Glazer Podcast. Here's Nikki. Hello, here I am. Welcome to the show. It's the Nikki Glazer Podcast. It's Wednesday. Um, Anya's here, and you just heard her singing. Anya, is it weird to hear your own voice? Are you <laughs> someone that can like listen to yourself sing and not be like nauseated? Uh, it depends on which song. I was just I can't listening listen to, to them. Without being nauseated. <laughs> oh, my God. That old uh, switcheroonie. <laughs> you got me. I got you good. I was no, listening uh, to the Yeah, horns. what do you feel? I was just like, oh, that was really cool production those guys did. I worked with these guys, the Crash Brothers, on that, and they, I was just listening to the uh, fake horns, I believe, or like the tuba synth sound. I was like, I love that. Wait, there's a synth sound in it? It's like boom. Boom, boom. It's kind of the bass, I guess. I don't even oh, know what they did, wow. but I, I love the bass line in that. You got a good musical ear. Um, we transformed that song. I don't know how it happened, but whenever we go on our girls' trips, we always <laughs> sing, Billy is a sex slave. Ooh. And Billy is Seralina's dog. And we were getting ready to record in the Hamptons. Noah was setting up the whole recording thing. And then right before we got started, we were kind of like, Oh, we're gonna sing the song live. If you saw that episode, you saw us all like trying to sing it live. And then um, Taylor, you know who hobo hopping uh, train hopping Taylor <laughs> hobo hop. She hops hobos too. Every time she, I see a freight train, I think of her. I do too. I took a picture of one the other day, and I go fond memories. Eh, I just saw your old apartment, and um, so she for some reason looked at Billy Serlina's dog, and Billy had on like a, a leather collar, and I guess. 
that was the original uh, uh, origin of it of Billy looked like a sex slave with that collar and so she's like Billy is a sex slave and so we now call Billy Sarah Lena's dog sex slave so like Sarah Lena will leave messages on our voice our girls chat and just be like you guys I'm here sitting with Leon or you know her son and she's like and and sex slave is here and she's just like <laughs> it's just the dog's name now it's like and she's like 120 yeah the dog is like so old and it's, dog she's such a so cutie cute. but hadn't we had like a sex slaves and bdsm on our minds because we were watching like murder cult documentaries we why were we are, t- yeah. thinking about sex slaves i i don't know but oh nexium or something yeah we were watching teal swan stuff like that i mean that's what the girls trip in new york this past one that we did the 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 agenda was we get together. All we had planned in New York City for Christmas time was watch the Casey Anthony documentary. <laughs> and, oh, the, yes. and we watched a little bit of the Harry and Meghan one too, um, which don't even get me started. I did. So I, I have know. To, I, I won't go into it. I'm 50%, 49% through at this point. I'm, wow. You know, I am not, Speed I'm not reader. quitting. I'm obsessed, obsessed. I read for three hours the first night, two nights ago. And then last night I read for another two and a half hours or something like that. It's, unreal you guys whatever you think you know about harry you don't whatever you think you surmise about how hard he worked in the military or how he processed his mom's death or this guy has had a hard life it's not easy being royal and he is one of the most real compassionate cool people i think i would i am i am my new goal bucket list is to become friends with Harry and Meghan and have personal <laughs> hangouts with them because they are the real deal. They are real people. And you guys know I don't put up with fake Hollywood. Like there's a lot of, I don't want to be really be friends with Jennifer Aniston or Taylor Swift. They're too locked into the Hollywood thing. We can't have real, com- I mean, I, I feel like we could maybe get there, but it would just be too, there's a lot of celebrities I idolize and I wouldn't want to be friends with because I think it would be exhausting because they would think they're too famous and it would just be not as fun as you would think. I don't mean to... I, do, I think Jennifer Aniston actually is probably pretty cool, but she's got to be a little out to... Like, it's... If you're that famous, I've been around famous people, even the coolest ones ever, and they still, you know, suck up all the air in the room. And, I, and Harry know, and, and Megan are more your speed. They are so... They're just... He he would go to Africa every chance he got just to hang out on on safari and just be around people around a campfire. He's a simple I love man. how you're like that is my dream first date. Like yes. spending five days in a teepee in Botswana. Oh my gosh! Like, because if you saw Harry again, that's what happened. Like they met at like one date and then they started talking on the phone and then she had time <laughs> off and he was like, "Do you want to come to Botswana?" And she's like, "Sure." And I told. All my girlfriends, when we were watching this, I was like, that is my dream. I recently told Chris that. I was like, I want to go on safari. He's like, what? You, but I'm you like, hate I've like a La Quinta. What are you talking Because safari is a once in a lifetime thing. I feel like they actually, res- it's not, a- if, as long as it's not too touristy. I don't want to do the touristy one. I also don't want to be like murdered by poachers. Right. But I don't well, want to do Harry one. Harry by your side. He can murder for you. Oh my you. God. Harry knows his way around Botswana. <laughs> And the Nile. He's killed many people. I've heard. And him this guy. About it. Yes. No spoilers. I'm not reading any headlines because I want to find it all throughout the book. But I'm, I'm telling you not to give me any spoilers because people keep giving me spoilers because they read headlines and I'm like, I haven't gotten to that chapter. But he, <laughs> reading about his military experience, I've never. I can. I have so much. Res- I'm sorry that it took me so long to have so much respect for anyone that has been through boot camp or like in the army, like air, like whatever you've been through. 
they try to break you so much. I mean, he really gets into like how rigorous and he's not being like, woe is me about it at all. He's just saying the facts. And I find it so fucking sexy. I'm like attracted to the people that have been like, in a way, new way. Like, I think that I always was like, you know, thank you for your service. And I know that you, what you've been through is hard, but there's something so sexy about these guys like going through boot camp, and it's almost like hazing, like a frat hazing. It's terrible what he went through and how he got trench foot and still had to run eight miles on trench with trench foot. I mean, he's been, you read what about it and you're like, I wouldn't foot? have survived. Have you survived. had that? No. No one's had that. No one we know has had trench foot. It's when your feet are too wet Ugh. and they get like back, to, they get infected be, from being in a trench all day. Like it used to be a common, you know, ailment in wartime. But um, you, if you've read it, you know what I'm talking about. I'm I'm not lying to you guys. This book is fantastic. And um, I haven't the been air, bored even for one page. The spare, not the air. Yeah, the spare, not the air. <laughs> okay, so I wanted to quickly unbox, do an unboxing. Because I got, I have tons of boxes that. Oh, I'm so glad you're talking about something literal, not like, I'm going to unpack something for you guys. Oh my God. You thought I was going to like get into (laughs) some childhood trauma. (laughs) This might be some childhood trauma I'm unboxing, honestly. Uh I went down to the package room yesterday and there was a gigantic box. It weighs probably 40 pounds. And, um, I was like, what the hell could this be? And then I saw on the side it says Paris Hilton. And I remembered that my manager's assistant wrote me last week and was like, hey, Paris Hilton sent you a lot of um, stuff, this big. And he kind of sent me a picture. But I didn't look at it because I didn't. I don't like any spoilers at all. <laughs> and so I was like, send it to me. He's like, do you want us to send it to you? I'm like, yes. She sent it to their office. So wow. nice of her to even put me on the list of people she sends stuff to. Um, and we're going to unbox it. And I think it's going to be funny because I um, I believe I know what it all is, but not each um, item. So let me just, um, I have I my handy. There's a lot of um, pink in there. Oh, it's got to be. This is going to re- transform my kitchen. Okay, so I'm opening it with the Go Guarded um, ring that I got when you <laughs> run with. And it has oh. a knife blade on the end. <laughs> and this has been amazing for opening boxes. Look at I just use my finger and I go. Wait. Oh, wow. I need this for opening CDs at the Oof. merch booth. Oh my god! Well, yeah, that are, are people still buying CDs? Is it becoming like yes. like I literally don't know anyone with a CD? Well, I guess I have a CD player. I in sold my car. out of all my vinyl, uh, and yes, people buy CDs. They are buying more vinyl, but it's crazy that CDs now are just the all new I have. record. Okay, so it's opening all it. Come back. Jesus Christ, this is a. I mean, is this is as long as you. Whoa, it's huge. Okay, so it is a pink suitcase. It looks like that says Paris Hilton on it. I got to put this blade away because I'm going to cut myself. Hold yeah, on. please. And then me. hold on, let me dump this out. This is a lot, you guys. I'm sorry. <laughs> Nikki was going hiking the other day and texted me, uh, texted the girls chat like 35 texts. Like, I'm going hiking. I'm going into nature. I want to be in nature, but I'm just letting you guys know in case I'm murdered. I'm bringing a weapon. <laughs> I was like, I think the prelude to the hike was longer than the hike. <laughs> what do you mean the prelude to it? I'm going to get murdered. I also didn't. I washed my hair in case I get murdered. I just want my hair to be clean. I know you guys think I'm kidding, but um, I don't appreciate your impression right now because it sounds <laughs> a little bit like les, like a like a lesbian. Oh, sorry. Let me. Here's how oh, it I'm going. Was. It says you have a lesbian hey friend, and when you ever imitate her, it's like a little bit more butch, which I don't no problems with. I have a lesbian but as someone who spent forty thousand dollars on my new girl voice, <laughs> I would like you to change it. Take two. Hey guys. Hey girls. I'm hey girls. 
um, just in case I get murdered, I did wash my hair. Um, I know you guys think I'm kidding, but I'm not because... I did. I thought if I get <laughs> murdered on this hike, my hair was so greasy and there's crime scene photos, I want my hair to look a little bit like conditioned. I'm not kidding you. <laughs> I'm, I was not trying to be funny. That's literally what I thought. Okay. So it is a trunk, a pink trunk um, that I'm opening. It's about three feet long, two feet wide. Okay, I'm opening it. It says Paris Hilton on the top. It's made out of like metal. And it says, oh that's God. hot. There's a, there's a thing inside that says, that's hot. Here's something special from my Paris Hilton housewares collection launching on Amazon.com. I've personally selected some of my favorite items for you. Love always, Paris Hilton. Okay, we have a uh, baking sheet with different cookie cutouts. Okay, these are all kitchen items. I have such an unstocked kitchen. Oh my God, wait, hold kitchen. that up. Did you that is use, so cute. Did you use any of those at her house when you did the her um, cook yes, show? Yes, actually. That's a really good point. I think I saw a lot of this stuff. I think she was like getting ready to launch this when we were there because all of her items in her kitchen work um, were pink. I think I'll probably gift this to someone because I've never once made cookies in my life, but I do like the baking sheet, which I just bought at TJ Maxx along with my menstrual cup. I best, <laughs> Just last week, I should have not bought it because she got me this. And those cookies tasted weird. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I put my blood, blood and blood into them. They're red velvet. Um, <laughs> more like Same. brown velvet, chunky brown velvet. Okay. That's what I learned with the menstrual cup. Okay. So there's like that thing that you scoop the, the there's like a kind of tool in here that you scoop the cookie batter with. I don't know what that is that you mix spatula? it with. And then there's, yeah, no, it's not like a spatula. It's more like a, let's see what they call it on here. Oh, silicone spatula. Yeah, but it's not. I think a spatula is one that you flip pancakes. You can't flip shit with this. It's a different yeah, kind of it's spatula. it's a different type of spatula. Okay, so maybe we... So cute. These are the kind of things that stress me out. Why is that called a spatula when it's totally different than another oh. spatula? I don't like this. Okay, <laughs> chocolate mold set. Heart-shaped silicone mold, two-piece letters. Number silicone mold, eight cavity heart-shaped silicone mold, eight-piece heart-shaped dollies, two wooden hammers. Okay, I don't... Oh, I can make chocolate. Um, oh. oh, doilies. It didn't say dollies. Doilies. Sorry, I missed that extra I. Okay, that's great. Um, oh, a nonstick cookware set. This is honestly bigger than my carry-on, just so you guys who aren't watching know. I know, I'm definitely... Suitcase. This trunk is probably going to be the thing that gets the most use for me out <laughs> yeah. of this entire thing, just because really I do cool. not cook. But I love pink. And I mean, these kitchen items are so cute. Sorry, there's another box that I'm opening um, with my knife. My finger blade. Um, what like, uh, uh, what what stuff do you use in your guys's kitchens? Like, what are your essential kitchen products that like every kitchen needs that mine probably does not have? I use a spatula constantly. A the wooden kind, one, plastic one, silicone. Uh, I have. I ooh. use a plastic one. I guess a silicone one. And then once, in, ooh, that's a gorgeous a white pot. cooking pot. It's gorgeous. Oh. It's so pretty. I love it. Need that. Desperately need that. I'm feeling that's like a good. woman. Shania Twain over here. Man. Uh, now a lid to, I'm guessing, what is a... Oh, this is so cute, too. It's like a crock pot. Oh, my God. So freaking cute. A white crock pot. Wow, these are ceramic see? looking, too, which is expense. Yes. Love. I mean, this girl is not... She's not going to cheap out on anything. Spare no expense. Paris Hilton likes luxury and likes nice stuff. Okay, yes. I that got is some, so beautiful. Another pot. Now, when I look at these, do you know what I think? Not cooking, I think if I, there's ever a leak, 
in my kitchen. This is what this would be perfect for a leak. I literally think that. Or New Year's Eve banging pots and pans. Oh, there's another thing. Oh my gosh. Uh, okay, so a what's it called? A a, a frying pan. Um, that's to hit an intruder. That I know. Also I was has, just thinking that. These are amazing. Oh my gosh, so much, you guys. How many people another do you think pan? she sent this to? What? How many people do you think were the recipients of Probably this? Probably 50. She's wow. got a lot. If I'm on it, I'm guessing 50. I'm not. But you're you know, on the short list. But she always DMs me. She invites me to all of her parties and all of now, her DJ events that she has. Like, she's really Explain kind celebrity to me. etiquette to me. Like, will you thank her for her gift? I think how? this is a post on social. Got it. And then a tag for thanking. And yes, I probably should. Um, I don't know. I'm not good about... You said that one of your bucket lists was like sending thank you cards. Me? Yes, you said that like on our girls' I chat. Before I die, I hope I send a bunch of thank you cards? No, no. Like, I guess your New Year's resolution. What's, oh, okay. Yeah, maybe not bucket list. I <laughs> guess I Before I die, I can't wait to do a really long chore. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to send you a thank you card when you die. Um... <laughs> Finally, it's over. No, um, <laughs> wait. You said you want to send more thank you cards, but like, is a isn't why cards? Like, do, when I get a thank you card, I'm never like. All it does is stress me out and go. I need to send more thank you cards. Thank you cards are just triggering for people who don't send them. No one who I, I, when I I think a, a text is fine. Why not I a thank you text? Don't even recognize this person you're talking about, huh? As myself, I can't believe I said this. You said, I want to send more thank you cards. I want to write more thank you cards. I want to be the type of person that sends thank you cards. I think you had recently gotten someone one from dosed someone. Someone me with ayahuasca or something on that trip. No. Really? It was on the trip. It was Maybe three I'm... days ago on the girls chat. <laughs> I guarantee you, Anya, it came from you getting a thank you card from someone and feeling guilty. Like, why don't I send thank you cards? Because that's all that thank you cards do is they why trigger Why don't us. I send thank you cards is different from I'd like to send them more thank you cards. It's no, you said I want to of... send more. I'm going to find the recording and bust. <laughs> You for it. Oh my gosh, it's like a cute insulated tumbler. Oh, this will be so cute for the podcast and it's room. Oh my god, it's bedazzled. Very I mean, cute. and it just dropped. Um, yeah, I mean, this is insane. She also sent me sunglasses a while back. That was cool. Um, and then what is this? Another insulated bottle, uh, a silver one. I mean, this is I needed all this kitchenware so badly. I don't have anything in there. For all I never the intruders cook. and the leaks. Yes, intruders, yeah. leaks. Um, yeah, I'm excited about this. I don't Oatmeal. know if it'll make me cook anymore. Yeah, I, I mean, I I don't understand people that use stovetop over a microwave to heat something up. It maybe tastes 2% better, I would argue. What do you think? If you're heating up leftovers, are you throwing them on a, a saucepan? Or you I don't have a microwave. You don't no, have a microwave. No. Why not? I don't like them. They gross me out. I don't trust them. And what? I just, yeah, I don't like it. What don't you trust about them? It's just ugly. And I don't. You're not telling it your deepest, darkest secrets. What? I mean, <laughs> what are, it's, they're ugly. I mean, some of them look nice. Some of them might look nice. I don't know. Just like it doesn't, I'm not in a rush that much. Obviously, oh, see, you know I, me. We're the, we're, this is the opposite. We're the opposite. Okay, this already broke because it dropped. Um, So that's important. Like you could cook an egg in a microwave, but why would you cook an egg in a microwave instead of in a pan? Because you don't make so much mess. It doesn't like smell up everything. It doesn't potentially mm. burn. And then you like, you put it on a timer. Um, Yeah, I guess I would put an egg. Eggs are so quick, but- 
I just don't understand. Ugh, ovens are the thing I don't understand why you would put anything in an oven unless you absolutely had to. It takes so long. Preheating, it takes 20 minutes. You know that gas ovens are, they're getting phased out and you're going to get fined or something in, in a few years if you have a gas oven. Like they're switching over to electric. I just saw this and on uh, Science Insider. Stressful for homeowners. Not me, yeah. though. I was looking at homes to buy yesterday and I was like, nope. I don't want, I could afford a home with a pool. I was like, oh, I could get this one. I could get this one. It's nice to know I could get these homes. And then I was thinking, I look at the fees, the property tax, and I go, okay, this is like all added up. This is not too bad. I could, and then I could put the 10% down or 20% down, whatever it is. I could do this. I could have this house, but then I have to hire a guy to work on the pool. Then there's four bathrooms. I'm sure three of them need to be redone because the cabinet is some kind of wood that someone would judge me for, but I would never care about, and I can't do it. I'm not going to own a home. And then I have to replace the fucking stove. I just found out. No dice. Not happening. (laughs) Going to keep renting. Okay. I'll be right back after this. Hacks is back for season three, and so is the official Hacks podcast. In each episode, Hacks creators Lucia and Yellow, Paul W. Downs, and Jen Statsky speak with cast and crew members to unpack the Emmy-winning comedy series. You'll hear Hannah Einbinder and Gene Smart speak to their on-screen dynamic, along with Hacks writer and actor Pat Regan, on how their improv experience helped them when shooting scenes and what it was like writing scripts for specific actors. You'll also hear from crew members like the costume designers on what it was like creating the world that Deborah and Ava inhabit. Hear stories from the show's writer's room, on-set antics, and more. Watch Hacks, streaming exclusively on Max, and listen to the official Hacks podcast on Max or wherever you get your podcasts. Tired of hair removal tools that just don't cut it? Conair Girl Bomb gives you smooth, flawless results while putting you firmly in control. From achieving that silky smooth skin to boosting your inner confidence, Conair Girl Bomb is all about helping you elevate your self care game. Whether it's creating a hype playlist, throwing yourself into a hobby, or scheduling some me time, self care is important to keeping you feeling confident and empowered. It's time to take your hair removal routine to the next level. You can trust Conair Girl Bomb to get the job done right. Conair Girl Bomb gives you the secret weapons for achieving powerful results with ease. Designed with women in mind, these tools boast the sassy Girl Bomb grip for unparalleled handling and precision, along with professional grade blades to deliver results that you used to only get from men's tools. No more compromising. So, to all you incredible women out there, treat yourself to a little Conair Girl Bomb magic. Don't settle for anything less than perfection. Elevate your grooming game with Conair Girl Bomb. Available now at conairgirlbomb.com or a retailer near you. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited time 2% cash back on purchases and pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. Are you looking for some amazing TV to stream? Well, sink into your couch and indulge with the hits on Hulu you can't miss. We're talking some of the greatest comedies of all time. Absolute must-watch shows. Dive in with Barney, Ted, Robin, and the crew in How I Met Your Mother, 
All nine seasons of How I Met Your Mother are now streaming on Hulu right now. One of my favorite shows ever. And I mean, don't you want to know how he met their mother? Then go back home with the Dumfies, the Pritchetts, and the Pritchett Tuckers in Modern Family. Then you can start over with the Roses on Schitt's Creek. And then see what's up in the Kyle household in My Wife and Kids. We're talking every episode and every season of these shows. We're talking huge hits. Streaming on Hulu whenever you're in the mood. I mean, can you even watch all of this? We think so. Head on over to Hulu and start streaming today. Now we're talking. Oh my God. That is oh, so it's cute. For, it's for this. Okay. We're back. I just found a leash part of this set that Paris sent me. And it comes, it's for your water bottle to carry it around like a purse. I think. Oh, oh my God. I, I love that. Isn't that so cute? I mean, Noah, if this were here, I'd give it to you. Or is it for Luigi? Like you carry your no. water like oh that's cute that like is across cool. the chest. That's a good idea. I just heard that phone purses are coming back like just for your phone to like get us away from holding our phone. How do you guys tr- like? How often are your is your hand gripping your phone throughout your day? <laughs> do you know what I mean? Like how often is your phone in your hand? Sometimes I reply to text so fast that I almost have to take a breather because I don't want people to think I'm such a loser and to know that I'm absolutely <laughs> on my phone when they send the text. Do you ever do that? Yeah, yes. it's the thing that's in my hands the, mo- the most of anything, like mm-hmm. more than my fiance. Well, definitely that. <laughs> That'd, That'd be, be so weird if you had... <laughs> Just like holding Just his holding him throughout the day. Um, <laughs> I mean, how much do you touch... Let's get on to the subject of that. How much do you guys touch your partner throughout the day? Like how often are there... And don't exaggerate. Don't try to make don't not on a good day, not on Valentine's Day, not after a day after you had a fight. A normal day, if you had a gun to your head, how many <laughs> minutes do you think you spend with physical contact on them on average? Like where you're skin to skin or like clothing to clothing touching the person that you live with. I want to hear Noah's answer. And sleeping counts. If you guys like sleep cuddled up, then you're getting four hours in at least. We don't, but who does that? Like, we don't sleep cuddled up because it changes the whole temperature underneath the blanket. It's yeah. too hard to manage. I don't, I can't believe people do that. When I see it in movies, I go, this is as unbelievable as, <laughs> yes, you know, special effects of aliens landing. Like, I, be, people sleeping throughout the night and waking up with a man wrapped around them. I would be so uncomfortable with that. I wouldn't sleep the whole night. Um, maybe 60 yeah. seconds. All day totaled. If you, if someone with a stopwatch was following us around, like I know this morning we held hands for 21 seconds. Wait, where did you hold hands? <laughs> we were in bed and oh, the dog nice. finally got out of the way because the dog is majorly cock blocking lately. Mm. So that's impossible to find Does each other. Does it scratch on the door when you guys are making love? She's right there, like filming. In the room? Yeah. Filming? <laughs> She's just like, can Matt, can you move like 20 degrees to your right? I got to get a You feel her eyes on you when you guys have sex? What about Buzzy? Who's Buzz? Oh. Buzzy's my cat. (laughs) Um, No, like sometimes he'll just sit there and watch. You know, cats don't blink. So it's kind of really distracting. But then he he just goes away. They're sociopaths. Um, okay, so you held hands in bed. Did you, lo- was it like a lock? Like you were laying next to each other, like it's almost like your deathbed? Like you were like corpses laying next uh, yeah, to each other? Yeah, in fact, hands? I was probably talking about dying. <laughs> You've got me on that train. I, I was, got you on that train. <laughs> I mean, I'm watching this BTK murder thing too, so oh, that yeah, was chilling that to go to sleep oh. watching this murder documentary. So I probably woke up like, are you alive? 
Uh, yeah, before I got out of bed, we held hands for a sec. We always hold hands for a second while we're watching TV downstairs, mm-hmm. like before bed. And then we do a little touching in the day, like in the kitchen, walking by each other. I like that about him. He's very affectionate. And I think that's that's my love language. Yeah, I love touch. touch. Chris has been better about it last night. We went to a hockey game and um, it was so fun. We went with my sister and, and Matt and I got tickets from like this hookup, you know, like a guy was like, you know, Let's do a. I did a, a a TikTok video for them where my parents were trying to guess like different hockey logos and like what the team was named. It was really oh, funny, yeah. and then I made this connection with them. And he was like, "If you ever want tickets," and so I was like, "Yeah, let's go." And so we went last night. It was so much fun. We got good seats, and um, and then we got to go in this clubhouse where they had like a buffet, and you can watch the players walk in after the f- first period. Like you, 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 you know, it was like windows there where you could see all the players and i kept meeting people that were like i'd find out later like i'd meet this guy and then matt my sister's husband and chris would be like he's a legend i'm like why didn't you tell me i need a gary in my ear like on veep where it's like he's a legend he's a broadcaster he uh, is a national broadcaster for the national hockey league and uh most valuable player yeah and and i'm like and also you guys know my rule like people who work in media want recognition so like you were sitting right here tell him he's a legend i don't know i'm just meeting this guy who's an announcer and of course i have a lot of respect for a guy that's been an announcer and i could tell he was like a big deal but i didn't know i would so anyway i met him i met the depair police chief he's works in my that's where i'm from that's where my parents live and so he was like gave me his personal number and was like if your parents ever need anything and i was like fucking score that was awesome nice he taught me that there are dogs now that just sniff for handguns like, if you see a dog at the mall, they're not looking for drugs. They're looking for handguns. Isn't that In interesting? In Missouri, yes. Oh, yeah. Wow. And so they're um, busy. <laughs> Those dogs well, they are don't bust a smelling. lot of people because they're preventive, he said. Be- preventative, he said, because people see the dog and then they go into a store and kind of meander and then they walk out. They leave because they know what the dogs are looking for. So the dogs mm-hmm. don't really have to bust anyone because they're just there and the, the the perp usually like leaves. Um, and so anyway, I met a bunch of people back in the the clubhouse area and um and it was just a great it was what a great was time. What was at the buffet? Uh ratatouille. Mm, That's what I ate. It was delicious and salad and then they had like potatoes gratin and then salmon and a bunch of stuff. Like they had two nice. different kinds of salads. It was really nice. And then but Pepsi products, boo. Um a diet Pepsi, when you are craving a diet Coke, ain't gonna get it. But it actually was. I, I mean, I just don't know why Pepsi exists. Who prefers Pepsi over Coke? People who like a slightly metallic taste. Doesn't it have a slightly aluminum? I think it's taste the same as it? people who have Droid phones. People who have right. the green bubble when you text them, those are Pepsi <laughs> yeah. drinkers. You just go, why? I know you have a better camera on the phone, but I, it's other cheaper. Than that, why are you it's considerably it? cheaper. It is? Oh yeah, Matt's well, the phone, phone bill is, is like twenty. The phone is actually expensive, but his monthly thing is like nothing. Well, that it's doesn't like make any sense. A month because it's not like you buy your app, your phone service through Apple. I don't know. I'm lost. So part of it is you're you're leasing the phone, or you're like, you know, leasing to buy. So you are like the payment for the iPhone because it's so expensive is in the bill. Okay, but I think the phones themselves are just expensive as Apple phones. Like Anya said, I don't think Matt's. I think Matt is just with a carrier that's cheaper than yours. It's not because of his phone. 
I don't know. Android users know. They've all got cheap bills. Really? Ask any Android user. And that's why they have man. the green. Well, I mean, every time I see a green bubble, I hate to say it, but there's a part of me that just like looks down on you slight. Like not looks down. Like there's something you there's there's I, I'm I'm just saying it I, I don't think it's fair I don't think it's right yeah there's a part of me I drive a dented dirty old like <laughs> Lexus that makes me look poor and I'm not and I'm just telling you green bubble texts make you look a little poor not that there's anything wrong with being poor but I get us I just there's a part of my brain that two percent of my brain thinks you're poor and not that there's anything wrong with that I have no judgment and it's not because I'm like, oh, he's saving money. It just, why is that? Do you know? Do you agree with me? Like when you text someone, there's a there's a judgment that goes on, and I'm not sure it's poor, but there's something. I once said <laughs> yeah. this on stage, and people fucking lit up <laughs> laughing, and I was really nervous to say it. And then people laughed so hard that I was like, I'm not the only one that thinks this. Yeah. The a tinge of, of poor for me is that whenever I see the green text, I'm starting like I start thinking about like, oh no, now my text limit is going to run out for the month, and I'm going to have to pay more. <laughs> Exactly. Uh, you get stressed out. You start to feel poor. Yes. And even talking <laughs> to this poor irony. person. <laughs> People are so mad right what now his that a bill is. is. I I'm But my it doesn't bill matter like, what the bill is. I'm wondering why is it cheaper? That's what we need to know. No. Okay. You know? Get on it, besties. Um, so we were leaving the hockey game last night and Chris and I were having so much fun because he kept being like, you know, oh, right when the hockey players came out, all right. And the hockey players are all kind of like hot, you know, like they're like these hot athletes. Right when they're coming out, this woman came up to me and was like, can I get a picture with you? Like in the clubhouse. And she was like, I love you so much. And we went to the same high school. And, and I was kind of distracted. And I was trying to take a picture of the hockey players because Matt was excited. And I was like, wait, hold on. And Chris is like, I paid that woman to create a diversion so you couldn't make eye contact with uh. any of those hockey players. <laughs> and it really like excited me in a way that like. I did, I've never he's never been a jealous person he isn't a jealous person um but he was just he's just joking like we'll be watching TV and a guy will take his shirt off like on the show alone like it'll be like an old fat man with his shirt off and Chris will just slowly put his hand uh, in front of my eyes like he'll just lower it <laughs> so like cute. anytime something gets too hot we always like slowly lower a hand in front of each other's eyes so this just is like kind of acknowledgement that there are other people and I think that it's because he does feel so like safe with me that he can joke about it even. And we were talking about like extended eye contact that you've had with like, like eye contact really can be like, oh, I want like I can have a connection with that person. And he once had eye, seven. He said up to he was like, I had several witnesses, seven seconds of eye contact with Rihanna unbroken seven Whoa. seconds. And then I go, let's have seven seconds because I want to match that at least. I don't even think. And we did seven seconds and I go, that is definitely the longest we've ever looked into each other's eyes ever. Seven <laughs> seconds is so unless we were like breaking up or like, I don't know. I was looking for a sty or something like there's no reason to look in someone's eye for seven seconds. He was at some award show and she was singing and she was getting mic'd and she was like in a hotel room, like preparing and doing vocal warm ups. And she locked eyes with him as she was singing singing. and everyone in the room saw it and were like dude what the hell and he's like i don't even know what to do with this but it was like there was a vibe and that made me very horny and i love hearing a story and he's not someone who ever brags about getting women or having moments with women he is not that type of person this is a trustworthy story he would never make this up there have been times where i'm like i think that girl likes you and he's like no what are you talking like i i want to create stories and he's he's a very he's a truthful person so i love that story but we were leaving last night. And so we were kind of like, 
It was just like a flirty mood because, oh, and I go, Chris, if I have a vibe with Louie, can I just ride it out? And Louie is the big mascot. And they were like, oh. Louie's going to come over and take a selfie with you. And I was like nervous because I don't like mascots. I don't like that there's like a human in there doing stuff. Like it just stresses me out. And they've always kind of scared me as a kid. Like, do you talk to them? I know there's a human. I feel like I'm being lied to. I'm being gaslit to pretend this is like an animal. I don't like any of it. But Louis came over and I'm kind of having anxiety about it, but also laughing at my anxiety because my sister's like, he's coming. And I'm like, no, Louis. But I told Chris, I was like, if Louis and I like do catch a vibe, like, can I? He's like, just ride it out, ride that Zamboni. <laughs> and so um, we were leaving and he put his hand like on my, like we were, I had my hand around his shoulder and he had his hand on my like butt kind of like hip area, which literally I'm only ever touched there in that way by creepy men at meet and greets. Like Chris never does that. And I was like, I love this like butt hook you're doing. Like it's kind of like a hook around my hip. And I was like, and then he like let go because they Matt and him were talking about some fucking architecture in downtown St. Louis as we were walking out. I was like, mm, I want that hip hook again. And I like walked over and I was like, can you do that hip that like butt <laughs> hook again? And he was like, yeah. And so we were walking and he put his hand in my jean pocket. It felt so good. Cute. I like, I loved it. And it was like, it, I I was so glad I didn't have to exactly tell him to do it he did it naturally to begin with and i was like i love it and it was just so i love affection i love holding hands um last week we saw we went to the botanical gardens with my sister's kids and then matt's mom and dad came and they're like you know in their 60s and we said goodbye to them and we watched them walk off and they were holding hands and matt was like i don't think they've i've ever seen them hold hands and it was so sweet whose parents were holding hands matt's parents Oh, it was so nice. Do you guys hold hands when you walk? I've never been a couple that does that. Even when I try to be, I'm like, this is, I feel like I'm playing Red Rover. Like, I just think it's, I get, I start being <laughs> like, I, I'm worried that they want to stop holding my hand so much. I'm so aware of that, that I want to let go. How do you guys feel about holding hands Love. as couples? Love. And we do Love. it. And I have to be you the do? bottom hand. He has to be the top hand. Otherwise, <laughs> Wait, how out. often like when you guys are walking through like national parks and like I picture you guys always going to like festivals and like eating like going to food trucks like you're holding hands yes. in line and stuff not, no way not during hiking because you have to kind of walk yeah. like in, in line form but yeah Avi's a really good hand holder but Aww. I do get annoyed if he's the bottom hand and if his hand like we'll start holding hands for like a little bit of time and he gets um kind of like intense so slowly the grip gets tighter and tighter and his hand gets clammier and clammier and that's when i i have to release so do you you will be one of these couples that if you go to like a concert or like a music but like or i'm just picturing you like you walk down the street holding hands like if you get out of the car and you're walking yes. to a restaurant you're holding hands yes get out and my he initiates mind is blown i know i love it Wait a second. it is so sweet that is such a nice there's no way that you can be in a fight when you're holding hands. You know what I mean? Like it protects you. It's like a mm. you can, I guess, but you're I'm guessing if you guys were having a tense moment in the car and you get out, you're not going to hold hands no. unless you've made up, right? Mm -hmm. So it is a sign that things are okay, that this is a this is peacetime. It's yeah. so sweet, and I think it it's really good to do. I Anya, what about you? Do you and Matt hold hands when you walk? Uh, yeah, not all the time. We go rock climbing a lot, and I insist on holding hands during rock climbing. I'm kidding. No, yeah, <laughs> we do like to hold hands. But yeah, not all the time. We walk a lot together, I realize. And you hold hands when you walk? 
Not always, but like, you like know, it's how cold much of the where I live. So we're yeah. wearing gloves and things. Okay, but if you're um, walking around like, I don't know, like if you are walking, yeah, for, you park like and you go to a restaurant a going to and it's Sparrow. 60 degrees outside, will you hold hands? Maybe, I, yeah. I do love holding his hand. He has great hands. They're like the perfect, but what is If you're in line top? waiting to order something, are you holding hands? No, 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 no. Noah is. Noah really? is. That's yeah. cool. It's so sweet. I always see couples like that. And I used to be very like, we get it. You love each other. You're blocking the <laughs> sidewalk. You're taking up too much room. I used to want a Red Rover, Red Rover them and just run through it <laughs> and break it. But now I think it's adorable. And I think it's a very good thing for relationships to have What's, like lots of affection. How has it been for you to make this transition from someone who is kind of anti physical affection or at least you weren't into asking for it a lot you kind of wanted guys to just intuit that you wanted it yeah. how has this changed for you or what what made you more comfortable with asking for um, it i think because i know i think i saw chris one time like snuggling his nephew and i was like this guy loves snuggles like he's an affectionate <laughs> person like this guy loves hugging this guy is someone who even kids perceive as someone who like likes to be like you know, jumped on and like squeezed. And I'm, I'm like, I remember seeing that and being like, oh, I, this perception I have of him as someone who's like kind of co- like doesn't need that, doesn't want that is wrong. It's in there. And I think that opened a window once I saw, I was like, I'm going to get some fucking nephew time. And so I'm, I pretended <laughs> to be his nephew. I cut my hair into a little bowl cut and um, climbed on his lap oh. and started shooting him with a water gun. And, um, and, and I got the intimacy I, I, I desired. No, I think that, um, like, even the other night, he was on his phone or computer. He's, like, finishing up stuff. Work, he came over. We ate. And then he took out his computer. And I was just kind of, like, I was done eating for, like, maybe 20 seconds. And I was, like, when are we going to, like, snuggle? Like, I was already being, like, when do I get some sugar? Because I didn't see him all <laughs> I, We don't live together. So I don't see him all day. We don't. We wake up in the same bed. But he goes to, you know, and maybe two nights a week he stays over. And those are pretty brutal for him because I have a small bed queen but it feels fucking small and um i'm a small queen like kate middleton and uh <laughs> it's can't stop talking about harry and uh i'll say one more thing about the harry book can i just say oh this unexpected God. thing you'll like this i dare you yes. anya read this book and you tell me you won't be talking about it as much as me i guarantee no, you, I, you will I, I anyone who's rolling their eyes it. at me you read the book read three chapters they're very short and you tell me that you're not hooked download a sample on your phone i and like tell me. how mad you get because everyone so doesn't angry. like them. I'm mad about it. Everyone's like, eh, they're the royals. Why do we even care? Because it's interesting, okay? And because this person is admitting all these things, tragedy, you can learn from his story. But the thing I like about this that I don't think any of us would allow if our husbands wrote a book about their life is them talking about their exes in such a loving way and talking about the love they had, like the true love that he had for his girlfriends prior to Megan, which makes me realize Megan is a strong, secure woman and didn't like go, you need to change this chapter about Chelsea or you need to change this chapter about Cressida or Caroline or whatever because he talks about them where in a way that, and I'm not a jealous person, I if I read a chapter out of Chris's book about his exes the way that Harry writes I would be jealous and I would be like I don't need you to pub- you don't need to tell everyone your feelings about this girl and how you right. fell in love with her and like the intimacy of your relationship so that's the kind of stuff you get out of this book and it makes me realize that Meghan Markle is extremely sh- secure and that they are secure and I'm jealous and so I hate her um, I'm back to hating her again god damn it oh god it's a it comes full circle 
So, um, yeah, the other night I was just like, I want some sugar. And he was just like, I'll be with you in 10 minutes. <laughs> and it was nice because it was, it was communicating. Like, I needed sugar. And then we laid and watched alone and held hands. And I just, I usually take his hand and like put it in my mouth kind of. And I like rest <laughs> his hand. Like, I just kind of chew on his fingers and just go like, okay, this mm-hmm. and like kind of like, I don't know. I just want to eat him. And I, it wasn't even like sexy times. I, you know, I was a little bit like horned up because of his buzz cut, but uh, it was more that just like, I just. buzz cut, dude. Right? Yeah. You it's, posted a photo. Yeah. Who from did the you game. say he looked like, Noah? I was like, that's total transporter vibes. Jason Statham. Oh, yeah. It's like his biggest yes. movie or something. Yes, yes, yes. I thought you were saying train spotting, and I just picture like a skinny British man <laughs> on a McGregor. toilet, like coming out of a toilet. That's the only thing I know from that movie. <laughs> I never saw it. We should play a game where you just say movies, and I say one scene that I remember from them. Avatar. Avatar, just like blue people that look like they have too much Botox between their eyes looking up <laughs> at like an asteroid that's about to hit. Like just going when like, Harry oh, met oh. Sally. Oh, well, I've seen that too much, so I know that one. But movies I haven't seen. Oh, okay. Movies you haven't seen. Terms of Endearment. Terms of Endearment, walking on a beach crying. Poltergeist. Poltergeist, uh, a girl and a TV. <laughs> and there's children like wind the blowing corn. and like in the <laughs> living room. What? Children of the children corn? Children of the corn. Gr- you know, children in corn. <laughs> children coming out of corn husks. <laughs> uh, but yeah, Ghostbusters. Um, oh, I've never seen that. You're right. Um, that, you know, the green, bl- the green blob monster, the big, you know, marshmallow monster, um, the black guy, Dan Aykroyd, um, uh, who are you going to call, you know, <laughs> that's movie scares me still. I don't like, I, I still have a little bit of like, it's the movie's too scary for me. Age of Innocence. Age of Innocence? Oh, I don't know. Like a piano and a girl <laughs> with like an off the shoulder. Yes. Like dress. Not far. Really? <laughs> the fabulous Baker Boys. Um, I don't know, like banjos on a porch. I'm, I no. guess I'm misconstruing it with like that one <laughs> thing that was like Old River Blues, where it was like George Clooney and he would like sing about. Old River Blues. You remember that that thing? Deliverance? That everyone, no, they were like upset. Everyone was obsessed. With, like probably 1999. <laughs> With George oh. Clooney and a bunch of other guys, and it was like they played oh, banjos, yes. Yes. and it was like a band. The Cohen Brothers film, yeah, it was some fucking show like that. Um, anyway, um, <laughs> Drive. yeah, I got my snuggles in. Okay. Drive. Uh, <laughs> no. That's Ryan Gosling looking out of a car, like, yes. and there's a lot more violence in it than you would think. That's right. what I know about that because I want to see it, but I can't because I, I'm a Gosling girl. I used to not get it, but now I'm kind of on board. And I really love that during The Notebook, they did not get along and did not like each other at all. They kind of <gasps> hated each other and then they fell in love. How good is that? Oh, in the story? Mm-hmm. Have you ever seen Mr. and Mrs. Smith? I'm kind of horned yes. up for that. I've never seen it, but I want to see it because I want to see them have chemistry. Like knowing what I that they <laughs> fell in love on the set. Honestly, the best part of Mr. and Mrs. Smith, it never made it to the film. And it's a photograph of Brad and Angelina holding hands way off camera on the no side way. of the set ready to film oh yeah i'll find it oh it okay so they can get it they can excuse it like we were getting ready to shoot the scene so we we're getting into character yeah but they're she like the little spoon 10 the- meters from the meters they were at jamba juice in, in line like no one <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> <It's> <laughs> <obvious>. <laughs> holding hands 
God, uh, you don't realize I read this book called The Seven Husbands of Evelyn Hugo. I really recommend it too. I just finished it. My sister recommended it to me. It's about this woman that was an, you know, it's it's a fiction, but it's this woman that had a was a Hollywood starlet through the 60s, 70s, 80s, and she's a big star. And you just learn about the Hollywood machine and how they would like put you with different guys to like just you would fake romances to sell a movie and you realize how much often that happens how many beards there are out there of people who are gay. like is you your career used to tank if you were gay i mean it still can affect your career so much to come out as gay that's why scientology fucking exists still it's because they've got everyone in that program to admit they're gay in a closed room and they go we'll tell everyone if you don't if you ever leave us right um, did you see gerard gerard Car- carmichael last night at the golden globes I did not. Yes. So Tom Cruise wasn't there to accept three Golden Globes. And he goes, you know, maybe instead um, of these Golden Globes going to Tom, uh, maybe we uh, we give the instead of getting effort to find these Golden Globes to get to Tom, maybe we uh, put some effort into finding Shelly Miskovich. <laughs> and the whole room fucking like went. And if you don't know who she is, David Misco- Miskovich is like the head of Scientology and his wife went missing like eight years ago and has just never been seen. You've never heard of this, Anya? You definitely uh, have. What are I you doing, Anya? Are you, wife, is something going on? I found the picture and sent it to you. Oh, okay, great. Brad, and I, I got the info about androids. Okay. But um, yeah, I I didn't know she was missing. Uh, I was thrown by your mm. pronunciation of his last name, but now I know what you're saying. Miscavige. Miscarriage. David Miscarriage. <laughs> um, sorry, mis- trigger warning. That's how I say it. Yeah, sh- <laughs> but he he... The joke wasn't amazing. It was more serious of like, we need to find Shelly Miskovich. I love it. You know, first of all, there's a million missing persons out there that need to be found in this. Uh, you know, do we really care about her whereabouts? I don't n- know that it's more, it's less about that and more about fuck you, Scientology, calling you out. This is weird. And everyone in the room gets weird because there's Scientologists in the room. I one time was at a pitch meeting and I felt like I was in good company in Hollywood. You know, like we were having a lot of fun. The pinch went so well. And I made a joke about Scientology Uh-oh. being, you know, a cult and them being horrible people and it being founded on a guy who just wanted to like f- fuck people. You know, like all religions are founded on like one guy being like, I want to fuck more people and not have to pay taxes. <laughs> That's what every religion is kind of to me, at least I, I, I am spiritual. Don't get on me about that. But organized religion bad 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 so anyway i made some scientology joke because i was so naive in thinking that no that no one in this room is wackadoo enough to fall for scientology and this one woman who is going to buy the show potentially that i just pitched says i'm actually a scientologist and it was the most uncomfortable moment of my entire there's no getting out of that and then she goes, I'm just kidding. And it was oh. the best feeling. It was orgasmic <laughs> to be released oh from that God. vacuum of hell. <laughs> I felt like Xenu or whatever was in the room with us. <laughs> I I felt maybe maybe this religion is real because of how much I felt like I was in hell instantly when I said that. Uh, and at the same time, I'm like, I don't know. I, as much as I don't, you can say a bunch of shit on this podcast and no one can go i'm a scientologist because there are people listening probably that are and are like hey i you know i can't help it i just am and i believe in it um and so i have empathy for people who fall in like i don't look at all scientologists as bad people i look at them as 
victims, honestly. And I know that some people are like, I'm not a victim. I look at people who are stuck in the Catholic church system as victims. I look at myself as a victim to celebrity and worshiping celebrity. It's not, I'm not, um, I don't hate everyone. And you know that I always think that no one can help the way they are. So I, it, it all falls back to that. But um, I feel like we should be able to call out how ridiculous Scientology is. But you, the clip of him saying this, the room is weird. And I love it. It ma- reminds Ooh. me of when um, Ricky Gervais used to host uh, the Golden Globes and would just call out pedophilia and just, uh, he. I remember he was like, you know, talking about don't get up here when you ex- accept your award and get on your pedestal and tell us about, you know, human rights issues. Shut the fuck up. You work for Apple. You know what they do in their factories. Shut up. He was like, if Taliban, <laughs> if the Taliban came out with a streaming service, you would be on it. Right. Don't act like it was so good. And they all, there's this clip of Tom Hanks being like, I don't like this whole narrative. It's like, shut up. Stop taking yourself so seriously. You, you He's calling you out for your hypocr- hypocrisy, which we all have, but I found it delightful. And I thought Gerard Carmichael has a target on his back now. What do you think about the whole Nepo baby thing and, and Variety calling out the... or Yeah, whatever. I loved it uh, because I think it just made it so we all know about it now. I think everyone in the industry already kind of knew about Nepo babies. And now I think it's like you know, my mom probably knows what a Nepo baby is. And I hope that Poppy's a Nepo baby someday. I feel like I can spawn <laughs> Nepo babies now because I've made it. It's kind of a cool thing to be able to give to someone who doesn't, like, I don't know, like, you. I don't fault them. They want to pursue the thing that they grew up around that they probably have an inclination towards because they were raised by someone who was good at it. I, I don't, and then I get, like, I, I really respect the ones that go by a different name and want to, like, avoid it. But, I don't fault Nepo babies at all. I just think that, you know, there's always unfair advantages to anything. What about, why don't we just hate all beautiful people that were born beautiful? They're getting roles that people who are more talented actors would never get because they're not beautiful. You know, like there, there are so many, there's, I would say 99.9999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999
Yeah, I think that the term is too broad. Also, like Evan Rachel Wood was called a nepo baby, but her parents were like theater. They yes. were in the theater and like working as stage. My dad is in Blazing the Moon hands, Kings. But- I did get a leg up. <laughs> I did get a leg up. My dad is a performer and encouraged me to perform. I'm a little bit of a nepo baby. Like I had a leg up in terms of that. My parents had musical instruments around. They like performing. Um, they like good TV. They So I benefited from that, whereas some people grew up with parents who had no culture around them, and they still made it. Uh, let's talk about, yeah, Phoebe Bridgers. She's called an Epo baby. Her dad was is like a, a lighting guy on sets. It's like, I don't know that these... Yeah, I think right. you're right. It's, it's too like broad if you're in the industry and you have power to give a job to someone over someone else, you know, someone that you're related to, then... Sure, there's nepotism there, but I think they just threw a bunch of people in because it made for a, a it was a richer article. article. Yeah, and it's just fun to hate people you're jealous of. This is the bottom line about everything. Like any hatred you ever have towards someone you don't know that's a celebrity, you're jealous, or they're showing some quality that you don't like about yourself. This goes for me. Anything you hear about, like one day you're like Nikki's annoying today, it's probably because I'm exhibiting something that your mom did or that you do when you really don't like yourself. And that's why. And it's the same goes for me. And whenever I don't like a celebrity, it's generally because I'm jealous of them. And, um, and also I feel like there is a bit of a meritocracy once you get into the business. Okay. Let's say you get a role cause your dad is Judd Apatow. Maud Apatow wouldn't continue working unless she was good. Right. You know, like I don't think we would tolerate it. And I don't think Judd would be putting his kids in movies unless they could do a good job. I got everything that I got um, up until, you know, maybe seven years ago was Amy Schumer. Inside Amy Schumer, train wreck. I feel pretty. Every single credit I had, all the biggest theaters I'd performed in were opening for Amy. Amy, Amy, Amy. Was I a friendo baby like I I don't (laughs) it was all because of my connection to her and she would always say I'm not putting you in this movie because you're my friend I'm putting you in it because I think you're talented and I really believed her but you know it's I did get that connection because we were friends and so I you know I don't know I think it's just another way that we can just hate people that um, we're jealous of Mm -hmm. and there's this quote in the seven husbands of Evelyn Hugo that I love that she was just like if people don't hate you how famous are you really like if you, you got it, people are going to hate you if you're famous. And not that that's anything I really want to be. I, you know, last night was f- a perfect amount of fame, you know, got on, I didn't get on the jumbotron, but I got on, uh, the, you know, well, the announcers were doing the game and like during a timeout, they like w- put the camera on me and on the jumbotron, they were doing this thing called the, um, they were doing like twist and shout. They were playing twist and shout. And so they were like filming people like twisting and shouting. Oh, and yeah. so I was dancing just in case the camera came on me. Cause I didn't want to look like one of those people that's just like not having fun. <laughs> so, and just, and I was just twisting. And sh- I like that song. And so they kind of put the camera on me and it, it, I felt that was a perfect celebrity moment of like, I love when I'm being filmed and I don't know it as much as like the paparazzi are horrible people. I like <laughs> being popped. That's what the, I love you know, that you're going out so much and having fun. And it sounds like you're like, really into being home and getting you know more grounded with your yeah. family and your dude life sounds good it is good i'm going to see poppy and arlo at their gymnastics today and going to watch them and that's gonna be so fun because all i i love videos on reddit and tiktok and stuff where there it's like a little kid at a recital 
and they see their parent or someone they know and they start to like get so excited they like start to cry <laughs> and i think that's oh gonna my. be today i think they'll be so excited to see me let's go to break and come back with more right after this hacks is back for season three and so is the official hacks podcast in each episode hacks creators lucia and yellow paul w downs and jen statsky speak with cast and crew members to unpack the emmy-winning comedy series You'll hear Hannah Einbinder and Jean Smart speak to their on-screen dynamic, along with Hacks writer and actor Pat Regan, on how their improv experience helped them when shooting scenes and what it was like writing scripts for specific actors. You'll also hear from crew members like the costume designers on what it was like creating the world that Deborah and Ava inhabit. Hear stories from the show's writer's room, on-set antics, and more. Watch Hacks streaming exclusively on Max and listen to the official Hacks podcast on Max or wherever you get your podcasts. Tired of hair removal tools that just don't cut it? Conair Bomb gives you smooth, flawless results while putting you firmly in control. From achieving that silky smooth skin to boosting your inner confidence, Conair Bomb is all about helping you elevate your self-care game. Whether it's creating a hype playlist, throwing yourself into a hobby, or scheduling some me time, self-care is important to keeping you feeling confident and empowered. It's time to take your hair removal routine to the next level. You can trust Conair Girl Bomb to get the job done right. Conair Girl Bomb gives you the secret weapons for achieving powerful results with ease. Designed with women in mind, these tools boast the Sassy Girl Bomb Grip for unparalleled handling and precision, along with professional grade blades to deliver results that you used to only get from men's tools. No more compromising. So, to all you incredible women out there, treat yourself to a little Conair Girl Bomb magic. Don't settle for anything less than perfection. Elevate your grooming game with Conair Girl Bomb. Available now at conairgirlbomb.com or a retailer near you. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited time 2% cash back on purchases and pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. Are you looking for some amazing TV to stream? Well, sink into your couch and indulge with the hits on Hulu you can't miss. We're talking some of the greatest comedies of all time. Absolute must-watch shows. Dive in with Barney, Ted, Robin, and the crew in How I Met Your Mother. All nine seasons of How I Met Your Mother are now streaming on Hulu right now. One of my favorite shows ever. And I mean, don't you want to know how he met their mother? Then go back home with the Dumfies, the Pritchetts, and the Pritchett-Tuckers in Modern Family. Then you can start over with the Roses on Schitt's Creek. And then see what's up in the Kyle household in My Wife and Kids. We're talking every episode and every season of these shows. We're talking huge hits, streaming on Hulu whenever you're in the mood. I mean, can you even watch all of this? We think so. Head on over to Hulu and start streaming today. Now we're talking. All right, Noah, let's play um, a little game called Collection of Kiss. It's been a while. Getting ready for some kiss. 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 So. I love when Kirsten says, getting ready for some kiss. Okay, so it's been a while since we played uh, Collection of Kiss, and we're kind of changing it. Noah's going to read things off and we are going to decide whether or not they are k or not and k you know is k is if you d- something that you would not do unless there are people around that you do to be perceived as cool it really is just sarcastic cool so you just say cool with sarcasm like k 
and it's judgmental and it's great to <laughs> yell at people who rev their engines when they peel out of parking lots. And <laughs> let's talk about some kuhs and see if these things are kuh. Okay, so tell me if this is kuh. Last night, what was the award show that was on? The Golden Globes? Golden Globes. All right. So uh, House of Dragon actress Millie Alcock had a seemingly tipsy demeanor while on stage with co-star Emma Darcy and director Miguel Sapochnik. So as the director accepted the award for best television series, throughout his speech, Alcock was giggling and she was pointing to someone in the audience and putting her finger in her mouth, like very sultry, like definitely intoxicated. I'm going to call this a kuh. I need to see the footage, but I'm going to go off and say kuh because drinking makes you kind of kuh. Like when it it opens up this part (laughs) of you that's like, you know, we've all been drunk and been like, I'm so hot. Like you just feel hotter, you feel sexier. And if she's putting her hand in her mouth when she's on stage and like smiling and pulling focus, I I gotta call it a kuh. What do you guys think? My first instinct was like not kuh, just like self-conscious. Oh, I think self-aware. I think she's like nervous, so she's trying to be like, oh, this is like uh, not that great of a moment. I Like maybe she's nervous about all the attention on I want to see the footage. Yeah, I'd yeah. like to see the footage. Let's review it. Okay, here we go. She's kind of like laughing to herself, cupping her mouth. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, I'm changing my mind. Not so good. <laughs> No, she's not cut. She looks like she truly doesn't know anyone will see this. <laughs> so the person you hear laughing is the person that's filming this. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, she totally doesn't look. Okay, so I thought she was doing it to get attention. I've been someone that does this. I'm not going to lie. I know people are watching me, even though it looks like I don't know people are watching me. I, you know, I'm aware. And you try to like look hotter than you are, like would be if you just, no one was watching you. That yes. didn't. This seemed like she actually thought all the attention was on this guy. She was just hanging on to someone. She looked totally in her own world. I am going to deem this not kuh. Okay. And I think my initial kuh assessment was jealous. <laughs> <laughs> jealous because you want to be drunk or win an award? Both. God. <laughs> That's Same. I'm going to the Critics' Choice Awards on Sunday, and I'm going to find out if I win for best comedy special for my HBO special, Good Clean Filth. I was nominated. Um, oh, and I find out, thanks, on Saturday if I won, because it's like a, it won't be presented at the awards, like at the main award. It's like a red carpet. It's still a, a, a award, but it's not one of the main ones. So I'll find out on Saturday if I won. But I had to tell them if I was going to go on like weeks ago. And I'm like, just tell me if I won. I don't want to show yeah. up to this thing on Sunday <laughs> knowing I haven't won, which I don't think I'm going to win. And I'm not going, and I realize I'm not going because I'm, I'm going to win. And I want, I'm going because I want to wear a pretty dress. I want to go to a red carpet event. I want to have good stories about running into celebrities and I want to just have fun. So I'm going much like I'm going to the gymnastics thing today. I just want to go to have fun. I don't care about winning. I really don't think I'm going to win. And um and that's I'm sticking to it, but I but do get to wear with a really some of these award shows. They want to know the attendance so that they can give you an award. Like they're not going to give an award sometimes to people that don't show up. No, so maybe- this one isn't one of those. It's already okay. determined, and so I'll find out on Saturday when we're in Maine this weekend. We are in Albany tomorrow night, um, Thursday and Friday night. 
two shows in Albany, Thursday and Friday, and then Saturday in Maine, two shows. First one is sold out, only single tickets available. And then the second show, very close to selling out. I'm so excited. Portland, Maine at the State Theater. So I will see you guys there. Um, Okay, let's keep keep going with Kiz. Okay. Kaylee Cuoco Cuoco and Tom Pelfrey. Okay. Do you know what this is? No. I'm sorry. I just, no you have no to, shade. I have to. I think she's ke. Okay. But I also think she's actually extremely talented. But I do think there's I, I, actually, you know what? I go back and forth on her. And you know what? <laughs> I'm just jealous. I'll say that because I got it. Well, I'm all over the place. Okay. Tell me what she <laughs> cook, 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 uh, did. Okay. According to Jezebel, they threw a batshit baby shower. And the reason why. Yes. Brad Pitt was there. No. Well, yes, he was. What? But the reason why uh, I would say it's batshit is because if you were in L.A. over the weekend and you looked up at the sky, you saw 400 units of drones make images in the sky. Um, one was a stork carrying a baby with the words big Ugh. baby city below it. Another was one an- was a cum shot. Like, why don't we just talk about how this baby really got made? <laughs> One was the other one was like two <laughs> ovaries, two gigantic parents holding the hands of a toddler between them. And this was okay. all for their baby shower. Um, no, I think the drone stuff is ke- I mean, cool, actually cool. Like, 400? I think that like, yeah, I don't mind it. I think it's kind of I mean, it's a definitely excessive and a, and stupid and a waste of money, you know, but I kind of think it's cool. Like, I I do think it's cool. But I do think Brad Pitt coming to your baby shower and like, yeah. <laughs> I just think Hollywood friends, like people that are like, I'm, we're best friends and we're famous. No, you're not. I kind of don't believe it. I think that so many friendships are fake. I think there's a couple that are actually real, but I think most Hollywood friendships are publicity stunts. And I think that that one was a big one. Um, especially like Brad Pitt coming. I don't even know why he was there, but um what yeah, do i, I know i think it, maybe she does have great great friends but and again jealous she's been married like four times she's always like marrying like a hot guy who like seems to love her a lot she can cut her hair and really look cute into a pixie cut she's a really talented actress she's had huge success in everything she touches um and now she's pregnant and i'm trying to freeze my eggs and it's a whole thing <laughs> so I'm, it's all jealousy but i'm gonna say cool not kuh. <laughs> same what about drone show okay same for you all right yeah all right. Um, how about Ben Affleck was seen filming something <laughs> for Dunkin' Donuts. <laughs> Dunkin' Donuts. Yeah, in, in his hometown of Boston. Do you really need more money? Do you really need more? Mo- we already see you with Dunkin' Donuts and Starbucks cups every single day. We know you love Dunkin'. Wait, hold up. I thought about this this morning as I was washing my face. I, I go, how much money? He went to a drive-through and worked the drive-through at a Dunkin'. It was a whole oh, fucking stunt. Oh, J-Lo Ben Affleck's giving okay. me my coffee. Goes through the drive-through, and apparently, it's for a commercial that they're speculating is for the Super Bowl. Super Bowl. How much money were you offered? Why do you need more money? He's one of us, though, Nikki. I, he was working the drive-through. He's, he's one of us. I yeah. He's so one of us I, I listen it's funny it's interesting you go through the drive-thru Ben Affleck is there you should have been tipped off by all the cameras filming you as you went through the drive-thru um I just think I just look at some of these things and I go how much money did you need to get paid for this you're gonna see me do some endorsements this year because uh, you know things are coming in for me to like promote stuff and you're gonna go how much money would and I'm gonna say it's a lot you know And I need it. I'm still on the up and up. I'm still trying to create a nest egg. Ben Affleck doesn't need more money. 
I, but you know what? It might have been a cute idea, and he does love Duncan. So actually, not. Co- I went full circle on this. I like oh it. I think it's good. I just roll my eyes at those two. Um, and again, jealous. I just think he is adorable, and I love the how affectionate oh they God. are with each other. I study their hand placements when they're walking down the street. <laughs> He's. Um, he seems haunch. like a good stepdad. He seems like a good dad. <laughs> He's hot. She's hot. And yeah, I okay, I'm totally on board. It's cool. But I got to say, like, there are some things that I just think celebrities just take it. To, we don't need you to have a tequila brand They're Everyone's so greedy. Everyone's all, you know, just be more savvy when you buy things from celebrities. Uh, try to see if it's really something that they actually enjoy. Um, but Duncan, we've seen him spotted with it a lot. So I think it's actually this is cool. Okay. I think if it's not an ad, it's care. But if it is an ad, it's fine. Interesting. So you think like if he was just working the reg- the register for what? To be like for undercover. publicity, to be like, we're boss? so down to earth. Then that to me is care. Like, get over yes. yourself. But if it's an ad, if he's working, if there, it's going it. to be something. Got it. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Bye. All right. That's fair. All right. Final thought. Okay. So the last story. <sighs> Kim K's former okay. media strategist <laughs> claims that the infamous 2012 oh, flower bomb attack was actually a manufactured media moment. I can't believe a PR person is able to say behind the scenes of what happens. And you know what? This should open everyone's fucking eyes. If this is true. So Kim Kardashian all the Kardashians do by the way is distract from bad news with stories. They try to stay in the headlines Someone on Demois on the subreddit. So this is what happened. Kim Kardashian got attacked with flour for wearing like fur or something. You know, like they and people are constantly trying to make vegans look crazy and PETA look insane. And so this was if this was not a person from PETA who did this and now PETA's catching flack for it, because afterwards, um, Courtney and Chloe made statements of like PETA, you like, how dare you do this to my sister and you try to stand up for animal rights and yet you treat people this way. Like PETA got dragged for this. That was a PR stunt because she was also trying to recover from something. Noah, did it say in the article what she was trying to spin? It was some bad press she got. And so then she needed to be portrayed as the victim. It didn't say, but he just said that she would do that. She specifically told him she would do anything to get famous. Yes. And again, I don't fault her for that. That was always a goal of hers. She was very, um, she's been very outspoken about that. And like, that is what she wanted when she was a child. And it's what she, it's always what she wanted was to become famous. She fucking did it. But it should make everyone so much more like a little conspiracy theorist about everything celebrities do because relationships, um, breakups, Stunts like this, someone throwing flowers, someone being victimized. If you ever are going for a celebrity going, oh, think about think about that, because that is a great. But it wasn't gluten free. (laughs) So they called the PR person to do this to them and then they would take. Well, their PR person organized. Yeah. What can we do to get people on your side? Because there's some bad press where people are talking shit about you. And the Kardashians are denying it's all an inside job. Huh? It's all an inside job. He claims. Yes. The Kardashians wow. are saying that they still believe the blame was on PETA. Yeah. Well, let me say this too, that someone in the Dumois subreddit was like, I think that this being leaked 
is a PR yeah. scheme by the Kardashians <laughs> to stay on the news. That we shouldn't even trust this story of it being a fa- like this is how conniving they are and this is how calculated they are. And you know, in their new E show, which Anya loves, like she, she would she would often say to me, they're really showing like a lot of stuff that you're like wow this like is behind the scenes like they're showing more than the e-show like you really get a sense that they're like they're really giving up something of themselves and i'm like no 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 this is all anything you see that you go wow right they they really were vulnerable here it was organized to be so even the fight between kim and courtney if you remember that fight and it's a fucking brawl and you go why would they air this can you only imagine the stuff they don't air if they aired that? That they needed that. That was that. I mean, that is still making the rounds. That's a huge moment, and they know the Kardashians know that any bad press, it gets you in the, it gets you in headlines. People talk about you, and then eventually people forget. People do not associate. I'm not saying that sex tapes being leaked are not a really terrible thing for people that actually deal with the trauma of it and being mocked for it and aren't in control of it. People like Paris Hilton, who did not orchestrate her own. But people like Kim Kardashian, who there's so much evidence saying that she did orchestrate it and that her family did. They they are smart. They know that that wasn't going to define her forever. Yes, it is a joke that is made constantly about her. But when you think of the Kardashians, you don't think of that sex tape. It's not, it, it, it is just part of their story, but it's not the whole story. Where you would think a sex tape, that would just be who you are from now on. Even Chris Rock getting slapped, I go, man, this is going to be his legacy. I've already, I, when I hear Chris Rock, I don't think about the slap. Right. The, the Kardashians understand that the, we move on from things quickly. So really look with a discerning eye at anything you see out of, out of them or anyone who's mega famous. It is all calculated, you guys. And even Taylor Swift, I like now have to look at everything that comes out of her camp as like, this is this. She wanted us to see this. This is not, you know, I get to know Taylor Swift, the true Taylor Swift through her music. That is how she lets me into her diary. It is not through like, leaks of her doing like i'm gonna take you backstage in the special session like that's more you know performative with which no, you know no shade it's fine but i just remember anya do you still maintain that the show is like do you think it's calculated or do you think they really because they sign off on everything they're in the edit oh completely it's all produced by them too i think no yeah. i was gonna send you they're so in charge of their image and everything they're doing it's they're like swifty geniuses i was gonna send you a thing i saw on instagram the other day of kim talking about how she's shielding her kids from all this terrible press about their father and she'll never say a bad thing about uh their father and i was like on the verge of tears about to send it to you and be like her life is so hard and then i th- stopped myself and was like God damn it. They got me. They got you. You know, and I really do like Kim. I think she's actually probably a really sweet person. And I have friends who have worked on her show and worked on those shows, both the E1 and the Hulu one. And they say by far insider info from people who really know what's happening and like spoke to me as a real person. Kim is the nicest of all of them. Kim is always nice, treats everyone with respect. She is the nicest. So I will always like Kim for just being nice to crew members as much as the other family members maybe aren't so much that way. Not going to name names, but you probably know who. Um, yeah. And Kim is the nicest. Oh, yeah. and um, But she did have a CGI tear that they put into oh. the Hulu one. It was on TikTok. Oh. Just type in Kim Kardashian CGI <laughs> tear 
It is a CGI tear, you guys. They spent thousands of dollars to have her cry. <laughs> it was so funny. Um, because I thought there's no way. And um, I didn't get confirmation from that from the producers that I know, but they didn't not say it. Do you know what I'm saying? I go, Did you guys CGI tear? And she's like, What do you think, no. Nikki? <laughs> <laughs> Do you think Kim got the Paris uh, cooking set? That's hot. Um, yeah, I actually probably think she did get it. Um, yeah, and I bet Kim, Kim, Kim Kardashian is the most ASMR voice ever, and I love when she does like unboxings of things that she gets and is like, oh, look at this packaging. It's so nice. Like they all have like really, I love their voices. They're, I mean, they're, they're captivating. Have you ever watched the Kardashians, Noah? I think like a long, long, long time ago, like probably some of the first couple of seasons. But you know, okay, so, how, but how I you lo- know everything about them though, right? I know enough, you know, like through right. having to do like news gossip stories. But I like that comedian who impersonates yes. them because she's, she's so, so accurate. I can't, rem- I can't recall her name off the top of my head. God, we gotta find it. So we're not yeah, leaving Nikki, people hanging. I post her all you the time, and I can't remember her name either. I mean, I follow her, but I follow a lot of people, so I don't know how to find it. But she is so good. Hey, dolls! Yeah. And they're always shaking their salads, <laughs> she, and like, Kim, I yeah. can't believe you would ever say that you don't want dressing on your salad. Like that's so rude. Yuri like, Lamas Bella. No. Yuri Lamas Bella. No, I think it's her. Really? No? That does not sound like. Yuri? Yes, it's her. Mama's, it's her. Yuri. Yeah. Oh, yeah, it is her. You're, you, think, good job, Anya. Y-U-R-I-L-A-M-A-S-B-E-L-L-A. She's Yuri incredible. Lamas Bella. She is incredible. She's almost better than they are at doing them. I, I agree. I agree. She is one of the best impressionists I've ever seen, especially for the Kardashians. Um, okay, so we got to go. Um, I got a full day ahead of me. I'm heading to my voice lesson. Um, and I'm scared of being late because he is strict and like confronted me the other day and was like, we need to talk about something. And I was like, yeah. And he's like, before we get started, I need us to have a good line of communication. And I was thinking like, did I say something about him on the podcast that was like negative? Like, did he hear? I'm like, oh no. And he's like, we need to have a talk. And I'm like, he goes, I need to know that you're going to show up to class. And I was two minutes late and I go, it can't be that I was two minutes late. Like this is not, and it wasn't that he was, I just hadn't paid him yet. And I'm just used to like paying people on Venmo when they send a request, but he has this whole system through his computer. And I was like, Oh my God, like I'm good for the money. Like I could, I could pay you cash now. He goes, you don't have that much cash. And I, I was like, I think I might like, I was so scared, but it was good because I needed, I really like, like, he's like, this is like college. You got to show up for class. You're not going to make up quizzes. Like, I'm not going to, like, make exceptions for you. So I'm in, like, a voice uh, teacher boot camp. And I got to go nice. now because I'm going to be late. And I don't want to be Just like college. <clears throat> Just like college. Except that I'm going to take it seriously. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I can't blow him for an A. All right, guys. I got to go. Thank you so much for listening to the show this week. We will be back next week. Um, with more and come see us on tour this weekend it's going to be Albany two shows Thursday Friday and Saturday two shows in Portland Maine and we'll see you there and watch the um, Critics Choice Awards on Sunday if it's airing somewhere Yay. because I'll be there um, and thank you so much for listening to the show I love you guys and don't be k and find Shelly Miss Cabbage yes Looking for hair removal tools that not only deliver smooth results, but also empower you with a sense of complete control? 
Enter Conair Girl Bomb, your secret weapons for smooth, sleek results made just for women. From the ultimate Girl Bomb grip and professional grade blades, you don't have to compromise and settle for less. Conair Girl Bomb equips you with the precision and power previously reserved for men's grooming tools. So take your hair removal routine to the next level with Conair Girl Bomb. Available at conairgirlbomb.com or a retailer near you. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited time 2% cashback on purchases. And pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts, if you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote.